I made my way into the asylum. It was in such poor condition. And as I began walking further into the hallway, I saw that five feet away from me were bodies of people in lab coats, some security guards. When I began to take pictures of the bodies, I then heard footsteps from behind me and a low-pitched growl. I turned around and I saw a tall blue monster. I know who it resembled. It then spoke and it said that I don't have any more cookies to eat, so now I need to feed. Without hesitating, I fired my rifle at the mutant cookie monster, and he charged at me. I continued to fire my gun at him until he was down. I walked over to the body of the creature, and I took more pictures. I crouched and looked at this mutant cookie monster. What kind of fucking place keeps monsters underneath a theme park? I said. As I got up and started to look for my sisters, that damn mutant cookie monster grabbed me and threw me ten feet away from him. I thought he was fucking dead. That mutant sure did have some strength, but that didn't stop me, though. As you all know, I fought off mutants before, and I'm not going to let these sons of bitches beat me. Fuck no. As I'm on the floor, I grab my rifle, but this mutant threw it out of my hand grabbed me by the throat and pushed me back against the wall. I couldn't even breathe because this creature had a very intense grip on my throat. I quickly took out my kukri machete and I stabbed the creature, slicing its stomach. Its guts were everywhere. I then fell on the pile of guts and ugh, just thinking about it makes me want to throw up. Anyways, as I was saying, I got up and took the creature's head slicing it off completely. I was covered with blood on my shirt and a little bit on my face as well. Like I said before, I was going to give them all hell. I then continued to track the numbers on the door, approaching it with caution. I turned on my flashlight and I opened the door, going inside the room. I searched around it. And out of the corner of my eye, I, I saw this large cell door with the number 15. I approached it, and there were locks on the door. But before I shot the locks, I called out my sister's names one last time. Carla! Emily! I then saw two heads pop out of the darkness. And it was Carla. Daniel! Oh, thank goodness you came for us! Emily then spoke up. Emily, thank God you two are still alive, I said. Daniel, you have to help us get out of here. Carla replied. And after she said that, I shot the locks on the door, releasing them. They both hugged me, and I felt relieved that I got them back. The story didn't end here, though. No, it only got worse. That would have been too easy. After we all got out, and we went out the way that we came from, we finally made it outside of the park. We ran to the gates, and we approached them. We heard multiple people coming from behind us, and I heard one of them state, You sons of bitches! I shot the locks and we ran to my car. We got in and sped off. It wasn't over yet. I then started to call my longtime friend Enrique. You know him, the lieutenant that I was with at Nickelodeon Studios. Hey, Enrique, it's me, Daniel. Hey, Daniel, how's it going? Why are you breathing heavily? 
Listen to me, are you at home? Yeah, I'm at home. What's up? Look, I just rescued two of my sisters from these employees at the, at the Sesame Street Park. What, are you serious? Yes, but now ain't the time to talk. Can I leave my sisters at your place for a bit? Pause. Yeah, sure, bring them over. I ended the phone call and I headed to Enrique's house, which thankfully wasn't far from where I was. I arrived, got out of the car, and I took my sisters out and took them inside. As we got inside, Enrique exclaimed, Holy shit! Dude, you're messed up! Thanks for the compliment, I replied. Enrique then gave my sisters water to calm them down. I then went to take a seat in the living room. He gave me a Pepsi and asked me what in the fuck happened exactly. Before I got to speak, my older sister Carla told me and Enrique the entire story. Well, after me and my sisters finished eating our dinner, we then started to leave the park. My little sister Emily noticed a man following us, and as we left the park, we then looked back, seeing that he was still running towards us. We ran as far away as we could from that creepy man. Me and Emily went to this gift shop and hid under the counters, and that's when I called my brother, telling him everything that just happened. Until me and Emily were taken by these employees, tying our hands with ropes and putting tape on our mouths, they took us to this place that was that was underground. They put us in this room, and then an hour later, me and Emily heard this loud siren going off. We heard loud sounds like animals were roaring, and... I mean, thankfully we're here now. After Carla told Enrique everything that happened, Enrique then turned to me. Daniel, this really reminds me of that mission we had ten years ago at Nickelodeon Studios. It does remind me of the mission, too. I took my Pepsi out and I drank the whole thing. I got up, went to the refrigerator, and took out four small bottles of A&W root beer. Carla asked me what I was doing. I told him that I was going to kill the rest of those monsters and destroy that asylum. Enrique then asked me, Daniel, you can't go back. It's fucking suicide. Listen, I have to go back. Someone has to destroy that asylum, and I'm going to end their shit. Daniel, you don't want to do this. Well, you can't stop me from doing the right thing, Enrique. Alright? I'm going. But I gotta ask. Enrique, do you have any guns that I can borrow? I got some down in the basement. I'd come with me. He replied. We got down to the basement, and he showed me a small collection of guns that he had in his safe. He then picked up a shotgun and an SMG. Hey, Daniel, here. These two guns will help you fight against those... Uh, well, I guess you can call them mutants, right? Right, I replied. This shotgun is called the Spaz-12. It's right here. We'll do some heavy damage to those freaks at the asylum that your sister mentioned. And here, this is the FNP-90. Very fast SMG and incredibly dangerous. Please be careful. The final one here is a 44 Magnum, the most powerful handgun in the world. Makes a huge mess. Holy shit, this pistol is big, I replied, holding it in my hands. I was amazed at how big and heavy the fucking thing was, and that the bullets were about as big as my finger. 
Never saw anything like it before. Oh, I forgot Daniel. Here. He handed me a holster. Alright, Enrique, I think I got everything I need. Put them in the back of my car. As we were leaving, I noticed this huge machine gun that was covered in a white blanket of some sort, though. I then asked Enrique what was inside that big crate, and he showed me. He then showed me to the crate and opened it, revealing it to be a Browning M1919 machine gun. Well, this is a Browning. Uh, it's custom made to hold this ammo box. One of my buddies, who is a mercenary soldier, brought this home from one of his missions four years ago. Uh, still works. Check it out. Shit, does this ammunition still work after not being used for this long? <laughs> you bet. Yeah, they shoot big holes in those sons of bitches. I then asked him if I could take it with me. And he said this. Yeah, just don't fuck it up. You can take it. Show those bitches at that part that they mess with the wrong man. That made me feel confident about destroying that Sesame Street park. Enrique and I went back upstairs with the weapons in our hands, and as we got up, I saw my sisters looking at us in pure shock and awe. Carla asked Enrique where he got all those guns from, and he replied back saying that most of them he bought from a gun store. Some of them were gifted by a friend. She then asked about the machine gun that I was carrying, and Enrique replied back stating, Oh, a friend of mine gave this to me. Emily then asked me what I was doing. I told them that I was going back to the park. I had to destroy that asylum before those freaks got out, and that I wasn't going to let that happen. I grabbed the bag of weapons and the root beers, went outside to put them inside the trunk of my car. I got in the car, and before I started it, I heard Enrique coming up to me and telling me, Look, Daniel, I think you need a bigger car than that. What do you mean? I replied. He took me to his garage, and I saw a Jeep Wrangler, fully armored. He said that it was bulletproof, which well, that was kind of cool. I then took all of my stuff out of my car and put it inside this Jeep. I got inside and looked at him. I told him that I'd make it out of there and destroy it once and for good. Just like I did with the studios. I know, you will. One more thing. They sure messed with the wrong man. <laughs> Chuckled. We went back walking to his house. I got back inside, and I drove out of there, heading back to that theme park. I arrived at the park, stopping my car, and looked through my binoculars. And as I looked around for any employees, I saw about seven people inside the park. I put the binoculars down, parked the jeep behind the park, which was a great spot because they wouldn't know that I came back got out of the jeep. The first gun I grabbed was the Browning. I loaded the gun, put it back inside the jeep. I grabbed the magazines for the P90 and the ammo for the 44, and I put them inside my backpack. I checked the guns to see if Enrique loaded them, and he did. I grabbed the two guns, and I put it over my shoulders, slowly making my way back to the other side of the park.